0: Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. It is December
3: 14th, a date that tore apart so many lives one decade ago. The Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting, 10 years later.
4: It's a time that it will be heavy for the rest of my life.
1: I'm Sean Adams in Newtown.
4: The cause of the massive NYPD storage facility fire and the extent of what was lost is still unknown. I'm Marla Diamond in Red Hook.
0: We'll hear about a Bergen County man accused of helping Russian intelligence. Plus
3: the amazing story of two boaters who set sail from New Jersey 10 days ago and hadn't been heard from until yesterday.
0: And a plan to restore two traffic lanes on a particularly terrible stretch of the BQE.
3: Good morning on this Wednesday. I'm Paul Bernain.
0: Good morning. I'm Wayne Cavett. Good to have you along with us on what's going to be a cold and windy day. The high only around 40.
3: Newtown, Connecticut today marking 10 years on since a twisted young man killed his mother in her bed, went to Sandy Hook Elementary to kill 26 more, and then killed himself as police closed in.
0: Those stark numbers do not begin to tell the story of the suffering for so many over the past 10 years, not to mention the advocacy to keep our kids and ourselves safe from guns that are made for war. Sean Adams was there 10 years ago, and he's in town again this morning. Sean?
1: I have to tell you, driving up here in the dark, you look out at the old colonial homes in this quintessential New England town, and what do you see? You see candles in the windows for the Christmas season, little, little beacons of hope. We need some of that today, because a decade ago, I could tell you, I was, I was sick to my stomach just watching the parents enter the firehouse near Sandy Hook Elementary and knowing that some would not come out with their children. Senator Richard Blumenthal is urging people this morning not to dwell on the horror of that school shooting that stole twenty little angels and six nurturing educators. When I think about the
3: children and what they would be
1: doing right now. Well, they would be juniors in high school. They'd be learning how to drive, maybe preparing for the SAT. Nicole Hockley, mother of Dylan, she works with Sandy Hook Promise to teach children how to spot a person in crisis.
4: We've seen reductions in bullying and isolation. We've seen reductions in self-harm and a huge number of interventions, both on the mental health side and self-harm side. And we've stopped 11 credible school shooting plots that we're aware of, and that's just the tip of the iceberg.
1: Over 10 years, there've been lawsuits, attempts to change laws, uh, and many, many more school shootings. Today, none of that. Newtown takes a pause to remember and there's now a quiet place to go. Uh, they knocked down the old school. They built a new one, and uh, very close by, there's a memorial. There's a tree surrounded by moving water. There's a circular wall around it with names etched in stone. i Newtown, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio, 880.
3: Sean, on the morning after the massive fire at the NYPD Evidence Storage Facility on the Brooklyn waterfront, there are burning questions about how it happened and just how much evidence has gone forever. Let's head to Red Hook this morning, WCBS's Marla Diamond. Marla.
4: And Paul smoke is still wafting through the cinch doors of the facility here in Erie Basin. Firefighters continue to put out hot spots. This is a key evidence storage facility for the NYPD, but Chief of Department Jeffrey Madry said it could take days for investigators to get in and see what can be salvaged.
0: We did have some vehicles in there and we had some biological evidence, DNA, things from past crimes, burglaries, um, you know, maybe shooting incidents.
4: The fire and flames were so intense and the facility so unstable, firefighters fought the blaze from the waterfront. Eight were overcome by smoke, which could be seen from miles away. Employees at the facility noticed the flames coming from a shelf around 10.30 yesterday morning. Much of the evidence was stored in highly flammable cardboard cylinders. There were ATVs and e-bikes and scooters stored here, but the NYPD says they take care to remove the ion-lithium battery before those vehicles are stored. Wayne and
0: Paul. Marla, from fire to ice, cars and trucks are backing up, heading into the city on Route 3 this morning, approaching the Meadowlands. Big water main break, 2 o'clock in the morning. They've got it capped, but water spewed like a geyser for a long enough time. The damage is done.
3: The latest on that, wet weather and snowy weather for at least part of it that's coming our way, Craig Allen.
2: Yeah, the start could very well be a wintry mix and uh, that would be for tomorrow afternoon. 32 right now and a clear to partly cloudy sky out there, but a gusty wind this morning northwest. It's running around 10 to 20 miles Per hour makes it feel like it's in the low 20s and teens in the northern and western suburbs. Today's high will be up near 40 with the sunshine mixing with a few clouds, increasing clouds tonight near 30 in the city, 20s elsewhere, and cloudy for Thursday. It will be cold enough at the start for a wintry mix of snow and sleet, but uh, fortunately, as cold as it is right now, there will be a wind coming in off the ocean, getting those temperatures to warm up just enough so that we go over to a cold rain first for the coast then eventually the city and the boroughs, and then even longer, but it will eventually change over across the northern western suburbs, but not before we get some, uh, you know, a coating to a couple inches of slushy accumulation, especially in those northern western suburbs on the cold surfaces. And then Friday, Thursday night and Friday, it's just wind and rain for a while and a high between 40 and 45. Again, right now, 32. Humidity, 61%.
0: Craig Allen in the Weather Center and an eagle-eyed crew member on board one of those massive tankers you see off the shoreline saved the lives of two boaters from New Jersey who went missing 10 days ago from Cape May County. The Silver Muna was on its way from Amsterdam to New York City when the crew saw tiny specks in the water of what turned out to be two men waving their arms 200 miles off the coast of Delaware by then. This oil tanker, two football fields long, changed course, made its way over to these guys in a 30 foot sailboat, dead in the water. Two guys and a boat on board, uh, two guys and a dog on board the boat. This Catalina craft had no fuel, no power, and no way to power the radios and the navigation equipment. Once rescued, these two men, Kevin Hyde, 65, and Joe DiTomaso, 76, were given a health check by the Coast Guard. No worse for wear. Coast Guard crews were out looking for these guys on Sunday. Scanning 21,000 square miles from Jersey down to Florida, where the sailboat was headed, they saw nothing. Coast Guard Commander Daniel Schrader thanks the crew of the tanker for seeing these guys.
3: Two lanes of traffic we lost last year in the BQE may be restored. The Times reports that the officials may bring back the third lane each way in a bottleneck stretch through Brooklyn Heights. Rebuilding the BQE has been a seemingly perpetual thing over the decades and a rush is to do it uh, again over the next five years so we can possibly qualify for federal infrastructure money set aside by the Biden administration as our eyes roll into our head. If they do bring back the third lane each way, they could be reserved for MTA buses, electric vehicles, carpools maybe the head of the brooklyn heights association told the times that returning a six-lane highway would be a quote step backward
0: morning welcome to wednesday i'm wayne kevin and
3: i'm paul mernayne federal prosecutors have charged seven people with smuggling electronic parts to russian intelligence services and if you've ever seen the tv show the americans this may seem familiar
0: Brendan McCarthy is with the Boston Globe, which broke the story of a suburban family living in Merrimack, New Hampshire, accused of being part of this.
3: My colleague, Dugan Arnett, uh, went to their home a couple of weeks ago and knocked on the front door. It's their front door wrapped in garland. It's got some of those inflatable Santas on the on the front lawn. Uh, an SUV in the driveway with a, a, a baby on board decal. My colleague knocks on the door, and Daria Bremen, uh Alexi's wife, says, Oh, no, no, we, we don't do anything illegal here. We do arts and crafts.
0: Well, the couple does indeed run an arts and crafts shop on Etsy. Also, arrested a U.S. citizen living in Upper Saddle River, New Jersey, in Bergen County, Vadim Yermolenko. His attorney said she has no comment.
3: Up next is our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound for 1214.
0: Our hearts are broken today. 2012, an event so beyond comprehension, many thought it would be the painful catalyst for change because if the lives of 20 kindergartners and first graders and six educators wouldn't change things, what would? Here's where we are today, all these years after we said to each other, how, why. Within hours after the shooting, so many donations poured into the Brady campaign against gun violence, its website crashed. Within hours, a petition was started asking the White House to immediately address gun control by introducing legislation in Congress, and that happened within days. President Obama signed 23 executive orders and proposed 12 congressional actions, universal background checks, an assault weapons ban, a 10 cartridge limit on magazines. Exactly one week after the Sandy Hook shooting, The National Rifle Association said those measures would not protect us and that gun-free school zones attract killers. The NRA's answer? Gun-toting officers in every school. Gun owners across America should be horrified by what I saw inside of the NRA. Joshua Powell was the NRA chief of staff and told ABC about their school shooting checklist. How many people were shot? What was the gun? If it's an Air 15 that's going to be a bigger problem. The NRA fled New York after the attorney general sued to dissolve it. As a country, we have been through this too many times. The U.S. has seen an average of one deadly school shooting per week since Sandy Hook, a number higher than the other G7 nations combined. Times 57. May God bless the memory of the victims.
1: One father said to me, uh, he, he works in Bridgeport, he said it was the longest drive of his life, coming up here, not knowing what had happened. And and this is uh, this is shocking.
0: This is December fourteenth.
2: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone fifteens, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone fifteens? Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone fifteens on us, and
0: four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.